Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Luke Anderson, astronaut, a man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland on Saturdays about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier. Funnier. More Labradoodles. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map and 1080thefan.com. Hey, 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 Happy Saturday morning, all you beautiful Portlanders. I hope your weekend is off a wonderful start, but let's check in with the most important man, Mr. Will Darkins. What's happening? We're back! Wait, were we gone? Yeah, last week. I don't remember that. Oh, I do. It was yeah. awesome. I slept in. Nice! Good for you. I mean, I can't really sleep in anymore. You know? No, not with the kid there. No, not with F. No. Luke Darkins. No, F. Luke Darkins enjoys partying all night. And by partying, I mean being constipated for two days and then letting it loose. Woo! That was something else, man. Yeah? First time experiencing that? Well. It's still black tar. No. Okay. No, That's, that ends pretty quick. That one grosses you out pretty quick, though, doesn't See, it? I was, eh, really? That one I was okay with because I did watch the, uh, well, actually, my wife and I took a, a, a parenting class, <laughs> an online parenting class. Oh, did you? Before we had our kid. We decided, you know Is something? Is this the one where you yelled at the lady for not explaining things correctly? It is. Okay. It is. All right. For those that don't know, how old is uh, young F. Luke Darkens at this point? What is he? About three months ah. a week. Three month. Three months in a week. Three months in a week. Okay. About there. All right. So what is that? Like fourteen weeks? Uh. Thirteen weeks. Hold on. Uh oh. Now we got to get out of the calculator. Yeah. Oh Look boy. Are you supposed to know this stuff like right off the top of your head? What do you mean? No. What? Why would I have to know that? I don't know. I forgot. But, I forgot it, well, how old I was the other day. Oh yeah, that, that happens was all. Bad. The, Jeez, that happens all the time to me. Somebody I, was asking me that. They were like, "Oh, what?" Because I told them we had a kid. And they were like, "Well, how old are you?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so th- <laughs> when I realized that I forgot how old I was, um, I, I, somebody asked me how old I was, and I very confidently said thirty-three. Nice. And my brother goes, uh, "No, you're not." <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, and I was like, oh. Son of a bitch, you're right. Yeah, that was not even not even close. I was like, I was off by like a full full year, and but I was just so full confident. Year or more than that. When was this? This was years ago. Uh, but yeah, okay. that's, but now now I'm I'm 40 now. Yeah, which is easy to remember because I yeah like how old are you? I just turned 40. Like you flip a decade. Oh, but yeah, throughout my, throughout my 30s, I had no idea how old I was at any point. And then now that I'm 40, I, I'm good for this year, mm. eh, probably next year, and then, then it's going to get fuzzy, and then uh, once I get into my 50s, yeah, it's all bets are off. Well, you certainly are uh, dressing like you're 40. Uh, I would like to present to the show your hat. What about my hat? What's going on with your hat? It's a bucket hat. It's a bucket hat. Yeah. It's a... Uh, it's a... Uh, <laughs> it's a supporting cast... 90s teen movie hat sure where the guy in the background is just wearing it and it's a it's a it's an eye getter and it's supposed to get your eye but the guy doesn't have any lines he's just kind of back there wearing the hat Yeah, he's there you know what i mean it's sure. like oh yeah huh. i'm an extra from clueless yes right. I'm thank that. you yeah it's thank a bucket you. hat you know it does keep the rain off the back of my neck and my head it's all good it's plaid yeah i suppose it is 
Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, you're right. Hey, Where'd not you get wrong. that hat? Where'd I get it? Yeah. Online. Ordered it up. You ordered that online? Yeah, needed a new hat. So I got it from my uh, favorite hat shop, Bailey's Hats. You got a hat shop? Yeah. That's where I get my hats. You're very much a hat guy. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Got You got to get a hat that fits right, and I got a big head, and uh, they've got a good size chart. I've owned, owned a couple of their hats already. Uh, so I went on and I ordered a new hat. That's liquor. And I was like, ooh, bucket hat. I used to have a bucket hat that I loved, and then years and years ago it disintegrated right on top of my head. <laughs> And so, uh, so I was like, I was keeping an eye out for one, and it happened to be on sale. And I was like, Give me that I like hat. the look of that hat. I need that hat. I'm gonna get it, and it's reversible. What? Oh yeah, reverse you wanna see it. Something? Yeah. You wanna, uh, of course, I'm going to reverse. You think I'm gonna tell it. you and then not reverse it? <laughs> yeah. So you can go. Uh, oh, see now, I like that much more because you are also wearing a jacket with many buttons and straps. That's very attractive. Oh, thank and you. With the hat, yeah, yeah, yeah. You look. Look, I'm just gonna tell you this go right ahead. now. Out of out of pure just concern for you. Don't go just loitering around anywhere. Oh, now I'll get trouble? It, it, uh, well, I'm just saying you look a bit mysterious. So the inner lining of the hat, or now the outer lining, is uh, black. It's a black yes. uh, black hat now. You now have a black hat on with a yep. black jacket, and you are bundled up. Oh, that's a navy. The jacket there is navy. I'm colorblind, yeah. I guess. That's fine. Uh, it's a dark. Hey, listen, it's a dark color. We're looking through a piece of glass. You're yeah. in trouble with it. I have no, I have no problem with you, uh, you know misinterpreting the color just wanted to correct you that's why i went with the plaid outer uh mm. the the wool outer lining mm. uh because it you know it's navy so i didn't want to go black on navy so that's why we're going this way that's what we're doing today uh yeah so my kid pooped a lot <laughs> that's your story yeah well but how's he sleeping that's that's a nah, question he's for not. new parents yeah that's, he's not that's a, he's not sleeping at all and you the keeping him on a tight schedule it's well, one thing i told you yeah i know we're trying but he's doing this thing where he's waking up like every like 30 to 25 minutes Ooh, that's not good it's very rough yeah and we're trying all of the typical parenting things you know like you know, shh, doing that, like, you know, rubbing his back. He's and ignoring him? Be calm, you know, yelling at him, doing all the type sure. of stuff yeah, that yeah. you just, you go down the list. How's right? your swaddle form? Oh, we have, we got fancy swaddles. Yeah? Now, but, no, 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 yeah. no. Listen, what? you can have all the fancy swaddles you want. How's your form? How's your, how's your swaddling technique? Are you getting him nice? Tight, crisp corners on the swaddle. Well, unfortunately, we don't swaddle anymore because my baby's overweight. Oh, <laughs> so you got a big, fat, <laughs> pooping, not sleeping baby. Yeah, he's too big for it. We went to our doctor yeah. because he was he was sleeping even worse than that. Sure. And we went to our doctor and told her about that. And they go, well, what are you doing when you put him to sleep? Yeah. I was like, oh, we blah, 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 blah. Then we swaddle him. Mm -hmm. And she goes... Oh, your baby's too big to swaddle. Oh, yeah. And I tell you this. I looked over at my wife, and she had the look of, excuse me? Like grown up too much or just too fat? Well, we couldn't really tell. Oh, well, that's what you asked the doctor. That's, you're there with the doctor. You answer the question. Because I can't remember when we stopped. But I'll tell you, uh, and I, I'm not supposed to tell other parents this. Well, no, you are. I know. Of course I am. Because the doctor told me not to tell other parents because they'll get mad at me. But I'm trying to make you angry. Okay. Our twins at nine weeks both slept through the night. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it is. The doctor literally tells you, don't tell other parents this. But that's pretty amazing. Well, hey, man, some people got it. Yeah. I can't uh, I can't change what my kid's going to do yet. Well, hey, listen, that's your job. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. your job to yeah. tell him who he's supposed to be. I know. I was, and how uh, he's supposed to act. If he's not listening now, let me tell you, by the time he's a teenager, he's going to be lighting everything on fire. That's right, baby. <laughs> You're talking my language. The other day we were watching TV. Well, I was watching. They call them fire darkens. My uh, wife won't let me wa let the kid watch TV. Oh yeah. So it's really it's actually very strange. I watch TV and then I just turn I turn him around. So his back so is he's, to the now he's facing me, and it's hard because I want to watch, but sure. then at the same time he's looking at me and he's laughing. So I'm like, ah, yeah. Um. The other day we were sitting there watching TV and uh, I uh, I decided that uh, I had to let it off a bit and I farted. Sure. And he 
got very surprised and started crying. Oh, and no. that was a proud moment for me right there. Really? Oh, yeah. see, the proud moment is when you get him to laugh at it. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that made me, I, you know, I was proud because uh, you, you know we're him. talking about establishing dominance. Oh. <laughs> that was the first step. That was like you know who's the old uh, the the alpha male in this house? I'll yeah. tell you who. Sure. Let me introduce you to my butt. <laughs> Wait, your butt is the alpha male. <laughs> I don't know if that's this what, situation. I don't know if that's what you need necessarily. Let me ask you, how much has the holiday season uh, been all about him and not about you at all? The holiday season. It's been about nobody at our house. Really? Oh, God, dude. Your wife hasn't like fully put it all around. No, baby? I mean, we have like, we got stuff, right? We got a tree. We got um, that crap you put over a fireplace. Yeah. What's that? Uh, garland. Garland. Sure. We got that. Um, we got a little gnome. Oh, how about that? Uh, but we're not really like focused on Christmas because like every minute of our day is focused on like, yeah. is he eating? Is he <laughs> sleeping? Is he doing this? <laughs> and he's not. Uh, no, and he's not. <laughs> and like somebody invited us over for like, oh no, it was um, it was my brother invited us over for like a uh, thing with his his in laws well, on now Christmas for, Eve. For the listeners we, to know, your brother had a baby right around the same time yes. you guys did. Their first child. Did mm-hmm. they have a daughter? It's a daughter. Yeah. It's Maggie. How's Maggie doing compared to, to F. Luke? Similar. Yeah. yeah. So you both just frail. Yeah. Both of our wives basically are like, we married the wrong men. <laughs> the Good. offspring is is very difficult. Yeah. The Darkens gene's strong in both Not children. Not smart on our part. Nah. What are you going to do? They invited us to some Christmas Eve party, and I just flat out, I didn't even do the social etiquette thing of like, oh, you know, let me talk to Megan. I, just, I, I was on the phone with her. I go, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And he was like, well, yeah, but it's Christmas Eve. You know, we're gonna, and I, go, I, I don't really care. I'm probably going to fall asleep on Christmas Eve. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. Like, we'll come over to your house on Christmas Day. But like, no, dude, I'm taking that day to not do anything. Yeah, there you no, go. No, thanks. Well, so welcome to uh, welcome to parenthood. Congratulations oh. for you. I have two five-year-olds now. So every single day is about something for Christmas oh. up until the 17th. I think we have something booked every night. We're double booked tonight. Whoa. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? We got a whole thing. Well, so last night we did the Christmas boats, which... Christmas boats? Have you ever done the Christmas boats? What's that? Ah, Christmas boats. They shuttle up and down the Columbia and or the Willamette River. Bunch of people go and they take their nice sailboats or yachts or whatever, their bay liners, decorate them with Christmas lights. They run them up and down the river. They do it in different spots, so they coordinate so you can go and get your hotel on the Willamette or on the Columbia. Last night, they were up in the marina area right between uh, the Marine Drive at Delta Park and Hayden Island, uh, Jansen Beach, right? Yeah. So we got we had a free hotel night. We the Ooh. the uh, yeah we're Did you we're, get that through your cr- uh, credit card there. We get it through Bonvoy. That's oh, uh, the Marriott. So nice. uh, yeah, they they gave us a free night. Now it has to be a category I don't know six hotel or lower or something. When we travel, you know you know how we do what do you it. Mean we, lower. We, we go big. Is this a crappy hotel? What are you yeah, talking about? A, we're staying at a courtyard last night. We had a free room. It doesn't work for Hawaii. It doesn't work for, you know, some of the big trips that we're taking next year. I love how you big time in hotels right now. That's how I work. (laughs) Hey, hey, listen, the courtyard, can I just tell you? The courtyard by Marriott at Marine Drive. If you don't know where it's located, just get off at Delta Park. There's a giant homeless camp. Take a left there. Then there's another giant homeless camp. You're going to take a right. Okay. Then there's a third giant homeless camp. Just straight straight past that one. When you nice. get to the fourth one, hook another left. And it's in that little cluster of like way too many hotels with not enough space for yeah. anybody. Right. Right there. We walked in and I was like, eh, this looks okay. A lot of soccer hooligans running around. Uh, some tournament going on this weekend. Mm. I don't know if they're going to get to watch a Timber game today or whatever it was. Right. The service... The food, mm. the view that we got. We got a fantastic room. We had a oh. wonderful time at the Courtyard by Marriott. So I'm not poo-pooing this hotel. I'm just saying we had the free nights. So we're like, hey, we got to use it summer. Let's use it for the Christmas boats. Then the Christmas boats, there's, uh, I don't know, probably 20 of them, I'd say. It's a lot of boats. They all ended up circling around for an extra 45 minutes just right there in the harbor. And the so kids we, loved it. Oh, the kids had a great time. Looking and, at boats with lights on them. And until they fell asleep, and then they dozed right off there in the bed, and the wife and I finished our cocktails and uh, watched a little uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives. Nice. <laughs> this is what you do in a hotel, right? And then, then we fell asleep. Oh, dude, that's what you do when you, like, 
I am convinced that anybody after the age of 28, your Saturday nights are like getting slightly drunk and then starting to have plans, but then just end up watching triple D. So, but here, here's, here's the thing. So, so as pointed out on the, uh, on the fan text line here, 503-250-1080, nothing, nothing says I'm 40, like having a favorite hat shop. Yeah, really? Yeah. I, I was trying to go down that sure. route, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you looked so proud of your no, hat. I, let's, hey, <laughs> you know, here, here's what I was proud of. My hat shows up uh, via uh, USPS. Yeah. It shows up, fit perfectly. Uh, what What's your head? What it's, are you? Uh, I'm an XL. I have an extra large. Do you know your number? No, I mean, it's seven and a half if I'm buying oh, yeah. a new era ball cap. Yep. But for Bailey caps, I know that I'm just getting a, uh, an extra large. And I know it's going to fit perfectly. And you know what? Showed up, did. Very happy with it. I'm a seven and five eighths. I'm with you. Gotcha. Big fellow, ass head. fellow giant head. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, the double booking for tonight uh, is oh, oh, so the diners, drivers, and dives. We uh, are young enough that we do not have old man television. I don't ever channel surf unless I'm in a hotel. Mm. And that's when I get hooked on uh, Triple D. Yeah. Is just scrolling through going, ah, that's guy. What's, driving some dives. What's he eating right now? Yes. Oh, that looks pretty good. And then four hours later, I've watched an entire marathon of it. Yeah. It's but very... I never get caught in that at home because I don't, I don't ever seek out diners and drive. It's like they're looking for me. Exactly. Yeah, that's what it is. Now... Uh, there is a category of these shows, and I will ask the text sign 503-250-1080 to please submit your own. It's the show that you put on and just have on. Well, it's a comfort food of shows. Now, this is for people that do have the cable, because yep. you don't have the cable anymore. Oh, I no. do have the cable still. I'm no. hanging on to it for whatever reason. But uh, for us, it is Triple D. Yep. It's also The Office. The yeah, Office is on that. Comedy Central, I swear to you. About like 15 out of 24 hours in a can day. I, can I tell you what we chose, uh, what our second choice would have been last uh, night? The Office. The Office, yes. The Office was right. We did. We You've did. seen every episode. It yep. doesn't really matter. It's yep. just on. Sure. Whatever. Yep. Yeah. We, uh, we, we went past The Office and we're like, ah, I got to go triple D. Uh, the double booking for tonight, my wife is hosting a holiday party. The kids are all going to the teddy bear toss oh, uh, the for Hawks. the Winterhawks game. Nice. So if you want... Check and see if there's tickets available. Teddy Bear Toss, one of the best games of the year. Is that their first Teddy All- Bear Toss? First? No, they went two years ago. Did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was three-year-olds. Also, my mom's birthday tonight, so I guess triple booked, but we're going to do a birthday celebration tomorrow. Yesterday was my dad's birthday. We've got something on uh, Monday. We've got something on Tuesday. I'm taking my mom out for dinner for her birthday. Wednesday, we've got my wife has something. Thursday, we've got something. The holiday uh, thing at preschool, the little holiday concert. That the kids are doing is on uh, Friday. Are they going to sing? Like, I'm telling you, every night for I don't know, twelve straight nights, uh, some some holiday function that we're doing, and then it's Christmas. It's actually Christmas. So yeah, once you have once uh, F Luke gets a little bit older, just be ready for your whole calendar to be filled up from Thanksgiving through the New Year. Is Sharon going to Tiger Mom the twins at the uh, recital? Oh no, absolutely not. Why not? It's not her style. Demand greatness. No, no, no. She 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 actually will uh, demand <laughs> mediocrity. She's like, tone it down a little bit. Here's the thing. If anybody in the house uh, leans towards perfection, I know this might be a shock. It's this guy. I, I like things. You? To, oh, yeah. Like I want the kids to, yeah. <laughs> hey, this hat fits perfect. <laughs> so... If anybody's going to Tiger Mom, it's probably me. But no, my my wife, she's like, yeah, just hit the middle of the pack. That'll be great. Have All fun. Right. Have fun. Hey, your, your star doesn't need to shine too brightly. It's going to be hard to look at. I see. That's a good balance. Yeah. It works out just fine. It works out just fine. Hey, you want to talk about uh, all the things that are not happening with the local teams? Uh, Well, I thought, wait, Oregon has a coach, right? No. It's over. Nope. Nope. It's over. Nope. Two two FBS programs without head coaches. One is Temple. The <laughs> other is the Oregon Ducks. Why do you know that? How do you not know that? <laughs> I don't I care to know the that. Sports show. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I don't care to know that Temple has an opening. <laughs> hey, listen. Oregon's competing with one other job. Oh, man. Where Temple's Texas, right? No. That is. Temple's in Philadelphia. Isn't it? No, there's a Temple, Texas. There I know might that. be a Temple, Texas, but Temple University is in Philadelphia. I don't think that's right. All right, you check that, boss. <laughs> you want to talk about Temple? Or you want to talk about Oregon? 
Oh man, it is Philly. Let's go Oregon. Because I had a I had a plethora of knowledge about Texas. I could have done on you that. Tell segment. me a little bit. You, hey, tell yeah. you what, I'll give you the break. Pull up everything you can find okay. about Temple, Texas. I can do we'll that. We'll start that. Then we'll talk about this Ducks coaching search. That's how we start things off. It's a sin in the saint on 1080 The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Santa Claus, go straight to the ghetto. This is AJ and Dusty. Get up your reindeer. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. <laughs> Got a lot of boards going on over here. A lot of things. Not getting a lot of sleep, are you? Not really. Yeah. Also, Russ pointed out that the Blazer game is uh, tomorrow. Oh, did you? I think I said it was today. In the update? Oh, yeah. You know, here's. Can here's I just say fun. who cares? What's that? Can I just say who cares? Well, I was just gonna say <laughs> the right. fun. The fun part about <laughs> Oregon sports right now has nothing to do with with what's being played. There is one game that matters. That game is today. It is not football. It is not basketball. There is one game that Oregon or Portland fans should care about. And I'll tell you, the Ducks aren't playing it. The Beavs aren't playing it. The Blazers aren't playing it. It's the Timbers. Mm, it's Timbers. Oregon Ducks making a push to bring back Chip Kelly as the school's head football coach. Nevada tabs D.C. Ken Wilson as head coach. Mario Cristobal seeking to add several Oregon assistants to Miami. Dan Lanning to leave Georgia to become Oregon's head football coach. Oregon losing recruits. Oh, ahead of early signing day because of coaching vacancy. These are just some of the headlines that are happening right now about the Oregon football program. But guess what we know? Nothing. Man, yesterday was bananas. You had the day off yesterday, right? I had the day off yesterday, so I had to kind of follow it by proxy. And I will tell you this right now. I got very confused many times because mm. if you were yep. locked into the programming emails here, it was as if uh, Dan Landing just landed. Oh, yeah. Like, he, he just just got off sure. the plane. He's about to uh, head into Otson and do the the stupid little tour where he's looking around and everything. Yeah. They shoot the video of him just looking at the stadium like, yep, there it is. Yeah, buddy. So, okay, Dan Lanning, this whole thing starts because the Atlanta Constitution Journal yep. says, a writer says very confidently. <laughs> no, not the newspaper itself? No, no. It's not a letter from the editor. This is a writer. <laughs> It's, this is not. This is not like somebody took out a nah. uh, classified ad no, no, in the back no. and mm-hmm. said, "Yeah, no, it's a writer." Okay, he says, "Hey, Dan Lanning, according to my sources, signed 
Sealed, delivered, ready to go to Oregon. Yeah. Dan Lanning is the defensive coordinator yeah. for University of Georgia, who yeah. is playing in something called the college football playoff. Now, you as a Pac-12 fan might not know what that is. No. Well, <laughs> you probably did many years ago. <laughs> it's a tournament to yeah. determine the national champion of this, this college football season. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. So and Dan Lanning leaving yeah. Georgia right now would be a very big deal down there in Atlanta. So the Atlantic Journal Constitution trying or the Atlanta Journal Constitution trying to uh, scoop this story is kind of a reliable source. Yeah, I suppose, though, then the University of Oregon <laughs> reaching out <laughs> to local sources <laughs> here saying we didn't do that. <laughs> didn't do that. Nope. That's not us. They're talking about a different Oregon. Uh, I will tell you right now, and this is not my bias showing, and you can tell me if it is, but this is not going well. Well, but for who? Who for is it Oregon? not going well for? It's not for? going well for Oregon. Why? Well, just because of one of those headlines you had earlier, right? Mario Cristobal leaving. Sure. Not great. But not great. Totally stealing, understandable. Now he's stealing whining. assistance. He's stealing assistance. That's Recruits are leaving. Uh, and yeah. now you have a coaching search where... Basically, the same thing that you hated that Mario Cristobal did, which was like circumventing everything. I don't hate you, any of that. Any you're of that now stuff. like setting this up so it's like, and I'm speaking to fans generally, not sure. you. Um, that like you're setting this up so that now all these reports are happening and you're basically saying that's not true. When let, let's be honest, at the end of the day, Dan Lanning's probably the new head coach, right? Sure. Whatever. So why do you need to come out and lie to the media about it? No, <laughs> that's not true. Well, because it's if if he has not signed anything yet, he's not the new head coach of Oregon. So if he's going to comment. sign on any, it's it's okay. So everybody that's upset about Mario Cristobal uh, going out and recruiting last weekend ahead of his Monday signing to mm -hmm. become the new Miami head coach, mm -hmm. what are you supposed to say if somebody asks you if you have a new job and you have not signed yet? What if something falls through? Then you look like an absolute moron because you've just abandoned your current fan base and you don't have the job at the new like until you sign. If if will if you're being recruited by another sports radio station, like you're going oh. you're going uh, down to Corvallis to be the voice of the Beavers or whatever, and you're really excited about it, Joe FM. Yeah, whatever. Sure, I don't know what it is down there, but uh, they're going to give you you know the the biggest job in in your hometown. Oh. And you're really excited about it. Okay. And somebody asked you, heard you're leaving, but you haven't signed anything. What happens if you go and you burn all those bridges and just go, hey, you know what? I always thought Portland was terrible. I can't wait to get out of here. I'm going home and do it all. And then you don't get the job. Something falls through at the last minute. Anybody in their right mind would give you the advice of going, eh, just, just save it until, until it's signed. Just don't say anything. Yeah. College football coaches don't always have that luxury because there's always a microphone in their face. So whatever they say sounds like buffoonery because there's no good way to tell somebody that, yeah, I'm thinking about it. Well, uh, what's the offer? Well, if Mario Cristobal goes, I haven't seen the offer, he's probably right. His agent has seen the offer, and Mario oh, Cristobal hasn't seen Come on, dude. I, dude, I get you that it's all semantics. Lying. Come on. I get that it's all semantics. But at that point, if the day before you get to sign for your dream job, what the hell are you supposed to say? Just calm down, everybody. It, Monday, Oregon is going to have a head football coach. You don't think they're not talking to people through this weekend? I don't know if it's going to be, you know, Wilcox or Chip Kelly or Dan Lanning or another name that we haven't even heard. Because nobody knew who Dan Lanning was on Friday morning. And by middle of the day, well, nobody, everybody's nobody going on their research and just going, who is this guy? Oh, he's a hot shot. He's out of Georgia. This is fantastic. And, and he's then young. Oh, he's only 35, and he went to a small college. So nobody's going to think that he's going to go back to William and Jewel and be the linebacker's coach after this because they're <laughs> never going to drag him back to the Midwest. We can keep him forever. Shut up, man. He might be terrible. Get, get excited when they have a new coach. Everybody that's sitting here peeing their pants over the weekend because it might be Dan Lanning or peeing their pants because it might not be Dan Lanning, shut up. We're going to have a new coach on Monday. I realize how fun it is to get like the scoop on everything. But this is one of my biggest pet peeves in sports. Watch it be somebody completely off the map on Monday. That would bring me the most delight, but it's probably gonna be one of the names we've already heard. Now. I think it would be interesting if they did do Dan Lanning. Now I, I I'm sure they reached out to Luke fickle, right? 
Sure. I mean, well, uh, and and we were just we were just listening to our good friends Mel Kiper Jr. and Dari Noka before they left the studio to give us the microphone. We were listening in this room and watching them as they talked. Sure. Well, and we also had that little hallway conversation as we usually do between our two shows. They were talking with our another friend of ours, Mike Bellotti. That's right. About this exact thing, and they said that Matt Rule and Urban Meyer might be candidates for the job because they're probably going to be fired. Boy, I love that. Do you believe that? No, but <laughs> I do love it. Sure, it's fantastic. <laughs> but guess what? That means you have to wait. And if you lose recruits, if you lose recruits right now, yeah, does that mean that you have no chance of making up ground on that in the late signing period, in the transfer portal, and any of that? Does that mean that the next four years of whatever head coach is doomed because you lost a four-star cornerback today? Probably not. So here's where I probably yeah yeah yeah. I would have agreed with you on that if it wasn't for one small detail. Yeah, Lincoln Riley. What about Lincoln Riley? Now that he's now that he's at USC, he's going to scoop up everybody. Yeah, he already has been. Yeah, guess where his guys were coming from to go to Oklahoma, Southern California. Yeah, well, guess where Oregon was recruiting. Guess where Oregon's still going to recruit. Guess where Oregon's still going to recruit. I think there's a little bit of a worry now. This is why I did like the chip idea. In all honesty. This is all He's already recruiting Los Angeles. No, 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 no. I like the chip idea because I thought this roster that Oregon has right now Mm. is so effing talented is so just rich with talent, not only on offense, but on defense. You still have some guys on the offensive line returning. It's not completely depleted. Sure. It's a youngest team. It's a youngest one of the youngest teams in college football. Your defense looks amazing. Why not hire Chip Kelly for a three-year contract? Give him the best DCs you could possibly have. Give him good assistant coaches in terms of recruiting and take that three years to patch up what you need to, but go for it all. Say, look, this is the most talented roster ever. If we can retain dudes for another year or two and make a run at the college football playoff, it's an idea. Now, the Dan Lanning thing, I understand why they're doing this is because they say this guy's very young. Like you mentioned, he's from a who cares university. Yep. Doesn't seem like he has many ties that he would want to go somewhere else if he got successful in four years. Okay. Until Nick Saban retires and then the Alabama jobs. There's always a better job. Or the Clemson job gets open because Dabo Sweeney goes to Alabama. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Here's what I'll say, though. I think it's, it's choose your adventure. I think the Dan Lanning one is good for certain reasons. Very young. Seems like he could probably recruit. I have no clue, but he's a young guy and he's very successful. The Chip Kelly one's intriguing because right now you have one of the best rosters that you've had in school history. Sure. So why not try to utilize it with a coach who has had proven success, who, by the way, at UCLA has a very good offense. It's just that his roster isn't up to snuff. Well, let's let's do this, this game real quick. There's been a lot of... <laughs> We just just listened to it. We went through all. The, why can't Oregon keep a head coach? <gasps> why? Can we shut up with that? Real it's the quick? weather. Yeah, that's whatever. <laughs> Barf. <laughs> let's let's go. Let's really quickly try to grade the last three head coaching hires. Chip Kelly was greatness. We know that, right? Changed college football. Mm. Then it's Mark Helfrich. Grade that for me real quick. How how was the Mark Helfrich head coach hire for Oregon? Uh, B minus. Went to a national championship yeah. game, right? Yeah. And he just he sent won- you back three years recruiting. Hence the B minus. Fine. B minus. Yeah. Still but that's a you would say pretty good hire. Yeah, yeah. Like as far as as far as making sure that Marcus Mariota got everything he could out yeah. of the rest of his career, national championship Heisman trophy mm-hmm. in Oregon. Have uh, a national championship game. There's only been one other national championship game. How many other Heisman trophies there? Uh, I'm looking at my record zero. Got the right guy for the X's and O's to make sure you maintain what you had going when Chip Kelly left and you were replacing a legend. Okay. Then you hire Willie Taggart. Give me a quick assessment of the Willie Taggart hire. Uh, look, so I'm the head. Co- I think it's best uh, summarized in the quote. Look, I'm the head coach of Oregon right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. But, but look at it this way. It was it bad. Way. It was not a good hire. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I am. Okay. Okay. Look at it this way. Mark Helfrich left the cupboards bare. So yeah. you brought in Willie Taggart, who was a program builder. Mm-hmm. And his job in year one as a head coach was to do what exactly? Could you rephrase that? His only year as head coach. Yeah. In, his, in your first, if, mm-hmm. I hire, if we hire somebody tomorrow, what's their job? 
in college football. Their first job. Uh, Their first job. Build talent. No. Their first job is to build a a coaching program or or, or hire the coaches around them. Right. Willie Taggart brought in all the guys that ended up staying. Almost nobody left to follow Willie Taggart because Mm. he's the one who brought in Mario Cristobal. Mario Cristobal and all of his team of recruiters stayed when Willie Taggart left. Mm-hmm. So if you look at it from what Willie Taggart brought to the University of Oregon was the Mario Cristobal mentality and Mario Cristobal. So I would say that, yeah, oh, he left and then he was terrible there and they didn't have a great season. The cupboards were bare and he brought in what became the new identity of the University of Oregon. So I say the Willie Taggart, Taggart hire was probably pretty good because if those guys all stick around, the only difference is the guy at the top. And you still have Mario Cristobal, and you still have all of those guys going out and recruiting. I don't know that the last five years are all that different if Willie Taggart stays. I know that you can look at what happened at Florida State, but we'll Ooh. never know. So I think in some aspects, that's a pretty good hire. Mario Cristobal, I think, was a great transition. The fact that they listened to their players who demanded that they make him the head coach, and they lost almost nobody, great hire. So if we're looking at the administration for the University of Oregon, Rob Mullins, all of those guys, can we just give them a little bit of trust? that they're going to get the right guy and the program will continue to build. Do they still have Phil Knight giving them a ton of money? Yes. Do they still have the same guys that did those last three hires? Yes. They're probably going to be fine. Shut up. Enjoy the weekend. Go sing Christmas carols. Oregon's going to be fine. Now, the Blazers Blazers are a disaster. You want to talk about that next? We're going to stay on college football. Uh, you, want, you want a rebuttal after that, or you want to I'll go to rebuttal Blazers? a little, and then we'll go on the All right, We'll stick with That's college fine. football. Here's yeah. your here's your sports center. The Sinner and the Saint tailgate with Happy Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back in. Uh, talking about the Oregon. Head coaching search. Fan text line 503-250-1080. No, Chip, he sucks. Don't want to a two-year hire. Come on. Charles Edward is 18 and 25 at UCLA after going eight and four this year. I do think that's a mistake. I think going back to any coach that you've already had previously, it's net first of all, it's never the same thing that you had before. And the Chip Kelly era is something where it caught college football by surprise. And I don't think you can do that twice. I think that I think that is a mistake. Um, but but outside of that, I don't really care what they do. I think I think they're going to make the, the right decision. The Wilcox thing, I get that you could have a coach forever if, if he's successful. But if he's not successful, then you have to fire one of your own. Look, so. that, that job is a springboard. What's that? Oregon? Yeah. It's a springboard. Spring? Nah. Yeah. Three coaches in a row all leave for better jobs. No. Yes. Chip Kelly left for the NFL. Willie well, Taggart left for didn't. Florida State. Helfrich Mario didn't. Cristobal left for... Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, yeah, man. but any college football job by you know definition is a springboard to the NFL if you choose to go that route. Uh, but no, I would dis- I would disagree that it's a springboard job. It's It's... It depends on on what you're trying to do. I mean, the idea that Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley both left this year, I don't think you would consider Oklahoma and Notre Dame springboard jobs because of that. How long was uh, Lincoln Riley there? Lincoln Riley had to have been there seven. Well, when did Stoopsy leave? What did he live? He lived quite a while ago. I almost want to say Lincoln Riley was there 10 years. Oh, no way. I mean, he may have been as a coordinator. Let me see here. Yeah. Let me see here. Uh, let's see here. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. So you haven't found yeah, he yet. was there for five years. There. Yeah, 2017. And then uh, coordinator before that. Yep. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I call it a springboard just because of the fact that um, I, I thought the the Cristobal thing, and I know everybody else says, oh, it's such a unique situation because he's so yeah. linked to Miami and everything. Look, that's going to happen like every time you hire a coach. It just is. Unless you hire a guy who played at Oregon. If you look, if you, if Oregon fans really want their like their fantasy coach that I've heard on Twitter all the time that all of them are like, "Oh, we got to get a guy that really loves Oregon." Just hire a guy who played there. Go hire Wilcox. Yeah, he sure. coached there. That's close <laughs> enough. Yeah. Just do that. 
if you want to win right now, why don't you just go get the most talented guy with the yep. most talented roster you've had in years sure. and go friggin' try to make the college football playoff. If you want to go get Dan Landing, that's a pretty good idea. But anticipate that in about five years, when one of those jobs on the East Coast open up that pay a bazillion dollars more than what Oregon is willing to do, because honestly, at the end of the day, Uncle Phil cares about the facilities, not the person, probably because he doesn't trust people. <sighs> just, just wait for it. Yeah, but wait he, for it to happen. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that gets overlooked in this. You're hiring people. Yes. You hire a person and all kinds of things happen in their lives. I mean, the, the the Urban Meyer leaving Florida for health concerns, was that just a way to, to leave exit smoothly so you could take the Ohio State job? Maybe. Was that because you were facing many sanctions and your players were getting arrested? Again, <laughs> could have been both. The, the leaving uh, Ohio State at uh, the time that he did, was that just him? You know, yeah. Chip Kelly leaving, there's some people that would uh, bring yeah. up the name Willie Lyles That's and go, true. hey, were sanctions coming out? Pete Carroll leaving USC, was uh. there something going on around there? So the, the reason that people leave jobs are, are many. That's the, a good point. The, this one that's happening right now with Mario Cristobal leaving, you call it a springboard. Are you saying that right now Miami's a better job than Oregon? I don't think it is. I think it, it is for Mario Cristobal, but I don't think it is for 10 other coaches that could have been here. It, it's. It, I think it is a better job, and I think that if you want to try ooh. to kid yourself and be a homer and say that it is not a better job considering how much more money they're going to put into it, considering how much more exposure you're going to get on national television because of it, then you're kidding yourself. Right now. Do you think the program is in a better spot than Oregon? Miami? Yeah. Well, of course not. That's why they're That's hiring him yeah. and pumping money, Ex like yes. barfing Ex money on him to do, go and do that. Yeah. Dude, do you know how many nationally televised games they're going to have now that Mario Cristobal is coaching there? Yeah, they're, a lot. They, they they will, but they put Manny Diaz on TV against Alabama just to get his ass kicked. Well, yes, because that's Alabama. They put everybody's on TV all the time, so you don't need to you don't need to tout the uh, yeah. oh they were on TV national it, TV. Oh, get out of here! It's all national TV, dude. Hey, look, dude, you can gripe. TV's a big deal to me as a Beaver fan. We were on <laughs> Facebook for a little bit. I understand, but guess what? Facebook, <laughs> watch it anywhere in the world, homie. That's true. I think we had. Uh, I think the biggest uh, uh, viewership was in Thailand. Everybody was like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" <laughs> there you go. What's this thing? They loved it. Yeah, football. But you know, everybody is going to have their their ups and downs and their reasons for coming and going and staying and leaving. I mean, the the idea that Mike Riley wanted to take a shot at Nebraska at the end of it. It's Man. you know. But a but a young Mike Riley was seemed to be content with you know with what he was doing here in in Oregon and but at the end of his career he was a very different guy than he was early on and well, you go and you take those yeah, jobs yeah. for a lot of different reasons and I don't think you can fault any of these guys man the the amount of money that's out there is you know is comparable uh, for for a lot of different reasons uh, this is a baseball thing but they were talking about the contract that. Um, that Kyle Seeger or a Corey Seeger signed for the Rangers yeah. or whatever it mm -hmm. is. He's he's in Texas. The the amount of that contract is like what three hundred twenty five million dollars or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> if he'd have signed that in Los Angeles, it would have been four hundred plus to make the same amount of money because of state taxes. So there's little things just like that that you know where you live and the money that you make and whatever it is. Why isn't Mark Few left Gonzaga? Who knows? Hasn't he been offered every job in the country at least once? He's been there for, you know, a decade and a half and he constantly wins. But right now, for him, there's no better job than Gonzaga. For a lot of people, that seems real weird. But, you know, who knows? Right now, you're, what you're doing is you're checking the temperature on every guy that's a possibility around the country. Brian Harson went to Auburn. Mm. It sounds like that may not be a good fit. He's a Northwest guy, had a ton of success at Boise State. Is he actually interested in leaving Auburn to come back and coach Oregon? Dude, you have to check his temperature. Does Dan Lanning want to leave right now when if he stays another two years in the SEC, one of those jobs comes open and he gets one of those? You have to check the temperature on all of these things. So it's not just the reason Cristobal left, a human reason. You also have to check in with all of those on these guys and go, hey, listen, are you willing to make that sacrifice right now? I mentioned the NFL guys, Urban Meyer, Matt Rule. Are they going to have jobs at the end of the season? I don't know. And if they want to go back to college, wouldn't those guys be at the top of your list? Time will tell. So I think there's just Would a lot Urban more Meyer be at the top of my list. Matt Rule? Eh. 
Urban Meyer is. Urban Meyer would not be at the top of my list. <laughs> I didn't say. I would I, be a bit worried hiring top Urban of Meyer. Your list, yeah. but yeah, I guess. I what job do you think? Do you think so? You uh, think? I'm curious about this. You think Urban Meyer could get any college job he wants right now? <sighs> Boy, I don't. I don't know. But if you're sticky. if you're looking at this is what you said. This yeah. is what you. I'm going to use your words. I'm going to use your words you against get, you. If you want to get a guy that's never going to leave Oregon, hire somebody that played and coached here. Yeah, yeah. Grew up loving it. Uh, hire Justin Herbert. He'll love it for. He'll be here forever. Hire Joey. <laughs> Hire Joe Harrington, anyway. whatever. He might not be able to coach, but if you want somebody that'll never leave, hire somebody that just loves the university above all else. Dennis Dixon. If you want to win coach. right now, hire the best coach available. Are there a lot of coaches, college football coaches, better than Urban Meyer? Uh, no, not if too many. All you care about is winning. Yeah. Is he at the top of your list? So again, I guess it, so. And again, the, the humans involved. What do you actually care about? And that's why it's fun for these the fans to go and have the debates because each fan cares about something a little bit different. It's it's when it's when somebody that's been popped for steroids three times get hired to your baseball team and you go, yeah, but he's going to get forty home runs, and all of a sudden you don't care about steroids. Or somebody that has domestic violence gets hired to your NFL team and you've 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 chastised the the program they were with before for keeping that guy around and a mm. monster like that shouldn't be on the field mm. all of a sudden he's a pass rusher for you and you kind of look the other way as sports fans not all sports fans and i'm not i'm not pointing to anybody in particular but sometimes as sports fans we give a little bit more room when it when it it you know plays to our passions mm. blazers all these great blazers players this is the next whoever and then they go somewhere else and you're like, oh yeah that guy's terrible we fall in love when they're part of your team. It just happens. So, Look, man, what's that? I still believe it was wrong to get rid of Alan Crabb. Yes, it was. You wish you had Patty Mills back, don't you? How awesome was that? That they just took Alan Crabb's contract. <laughs> I know. Amazing. It's yeah. I, uh, that might have been one of the greater moments in Blazers history. It's befuddling. <laughs> the uh, fact, the fact uh, they just no questions asked. Yeah, we'll take him. <laughs> Let's get to uh, some good versus evil. That is next. Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan and Odyssey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the... What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. Let the sinner and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the titan of Hawaiian restaurants, 808 on 1080 The Fan. Being resilient and dealing with a really good football team and, uh, you know, conditions that were somewhat challenging. So, good to, you know, good, good to get the win. Um, time to move on. That was your stepdad, who you're pretty sure has killed someone, but you really can't prove it, Bill Belichick. The New England Patriots sent pro football back to the 1920s during Monday Night Football this week with wind gusts up to 40 miles per hour in Buffalo. Patriots ran the ball, and then they ran the ball, and then they ran the ball, and then they also ran the ball 46 times. 
They only threw it three times. Yeah. Mac Jones didn't even break 20 yards. What's the bigger story? Patriots game plan or the Bills inability to stop the run on practically every single play? Oh, the, the ability to stop the run. I mean, who won the game? Uh, the Patriots. Patriots won 14 to 10. That's your story. Is the Patriots able to win with the most lopsided run pass balance the NFL has seen since the 1950s? Like it's it's Bill Belichick going in and going, if you can't stop this, we're just going to keep doing it. And, and, you know, game plan may have been that from the start or he just went, hey, it's working. Let's keep doing it. I, I love Bill Belichick's ability to do this. Remember Jonas Gray? Uh, no. Jonas Gray played like one game for the Patriots where he had four touchdowns and like 225 yards. He was cut like three weeks later. Sounds uh, right. I, I believe he was a Notre Dame running back. This is as Patriots as anything that we've seen, you know, since Bill Belichick took over. And they beat the team that was the presumptive favorite to win the division. And now who's who's going to win that division? It's going to be the Patriots. And Mac Jones and crazy. Bill uh, Belichick are starting a new era. Other. Uh, it's one goal, and that's to win ball games and to build something great uh, in this place. So, by doing that, we got to support each other, lift each other up. Uh, so, yeah, going to the bench and you know having the guys saying "Go, keep going, keep going" is uh, amazing. There's Josh Christopher. Quick, who's he play for? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, Rockets. <laughs> that was a tough one. Uh, you should know, though, because the should Rockets I? are actually the hottest team in the NBA right now. A couple of weeks ago, they were in the process of losing 15 straight games. Now they're in the process of winning seven out of their last eight. Is this what you hope for the Portland Trailblazers when uh, Damian Lillard leaves? When, I'm sorry, what? Uh, when Damian Lillard leaves. What was it? When he leaves. Uh, Damian Lillard has been pretty adamant that he doesn't want to leave. Uh, he's the when he leaves. Yeah. Uh, no, you know, I mean, you don't hope to be awful and then and then win a few games. It's, right now, it's the dog days of the NBA. Uh, what do they say? Game, season doesn't start until Christmas. Uh, by my watch, we still got two weeks until Christmas. Dog uh, days. Dog days. What? Right now? Oh yeah. It's these, just kind of the like feeling the out. The feeling period. out phase. Okay. It's it's. It's the unimportant time of the season. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, the, the, the way the season starts or the way the season ends do not always match in the NBA. Uh, what is it this coming week that 85% uh, of the players in the NBA are available for trade? So you're going to see player movement. You're going to see adjustments. You're hopefully going to see the Blazers figure out what they're doing in the front office and with their team and what it's actually going to look like. You remember Nurk Fever? Uh, yeah. Yeah, listen, this season can finish very, very different than when it what the way it started. And uh, for everybody out there that's going, this is just a rinse and repeat. Listen, Neil Shea got fired. I know we weren't on last week to talk about it. This team will look, this is what I've been saying the whole time, will look very, even if they keep everything as is, will look very different at the end of the season than they do right now. Uh, you got to be a more consistent thing. You know, that's our biggest problem right now, consistency. Um, you know, we come out <coughs> certain games and don't play how we're supposed to play and you know games like boston we come out and play great so uh we gotta be a more consistent team there's ruffles spokesperson anthony davis the lakers are one game above 500 after beating the celtics this week then losing to the grizzlies without john morant then beating the thunder after the memphis loss anthony davis uh who you heard not talking about ruffles there said we've got to play like we're underdogs do you think that would work for these geriatric dudes. Uh, no, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's just so funny. The Lakers make so many headlines and the idea that they need to switch their mentality. That's the problem. That's it. Hey, you need to it's win talent. You need to win basketball games, you idiots. Look, just, it's not that like the roster's aging and everyone's falling apart. Yeah, or, or that the roster was ill-constructed from the beginning yeah. and you don't have the pieces you need to balance out your offense or defense and you can't win games. Or the fact that the Western Conference has two really, really, really good teams and then a bunch of good teams ahead of that. This It's going to be a slog to get through the Western Conference playoffs and I think it's going to be very, very entertaining and I think the Lakers will probably not be there at the end. Yeah. I agree. Which makes it that much more entertaining. LeBron's old and the roster's terrible. Yeah, he is old. But they're going to make, they're going to, that team is going to make a bunch of deadline moves. Watch, get ready for them to start flipping pieces. All right. Time for my favorite story of the week. This one actually comes from Oregon. Oh, 
Uh, all right, here's your headline. Friendly foul-mouthed crow befriends entire Oregon Elementary School before they have to call the state police to get him to go away. Love this. <laughs> Everything about it. Uh, quote from a uh, worker at this school. This crow showed up at the school just out of the blue one morning. Began looking into classrooms and pecking on doors. And at one point, it made its way into the fifth grade classroom where it, quote unquote, helped itself to some snacks. Yep. <laughs> it landed on some people's heads. And then she added, it spoke. The bird could say, what's up? And I'm fine. And uh, also a lot of swear words. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love this girl. <laughs> yeah. Just goes into a school, starts eating everybody's food, cussing them out. <laughs> uh, my... My grandma had a bird, Huey, an old... Uh, I, yeah, you've talked about yeah, Huey on here. Yeah, but yeah. he used to yell, you know, get out of here yeah. and get that. Oh, yeah, this went around the family very quickly uh, because this uh, this bird very easily uh, could have been uh, my grandma's bird. It had to have been somebody's pet bird. They taught it a bunch of swear words, and then uh, I don't know if it escaped or somebody, somebody passed away and then it just started going. But I hope that it belonged to someone like my grandmother, some old crotchety old man who uh, took the bird in and then uh, unfortunately escaped or for some reason uh, no longer out of home and then found a bunch of kids that it could hang out with. And, yeah. uh, and it just was delightful. Uh, the other question is, why can't I find any of these crows? Hey, you need to commit. This is like the perfect no. pet for me. You need a to foul mouthed bird that eats everything. Yeah, it's it, great. He probably craps everywhere too. Well, <laughs> and it, clean that up. If he did, it'd be part of the story. That's more of a parrot. <laughs> yeah, how would a crow sound? Uh, well, I mean, I think in in our experience with Huey, it was sounded a lot like my grandma. Okay. Yeah. So a little, little bit more drawn out. What does but, it do? I mean, it just talks. Would go. It would. What like this? It's like, hey, I'm a crow. <laughs> It doesn't. It doesn't necessarily have sentence forms. It's more of a mimic. It, it it would repeat whatever it hears. So I hope this sounded like an old crotchety man. So like what? Okay. So a parrot we all know is like well, whatever. Yeah. Like Just what a does little, a crow do? A little less high pitch, I suppose. Like but I'm a crow. Yeah. Like uh, Huey would always do uh, Rosemary, Rosemary. Oh. Yeah. Didn't do the but. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. You just walk by. Oh, man, that freaked out people when you walked by. And then she had the blueberry patch. So people would show up to pick berries and they'd be like, look at this bird. Get out of here. Steal your wallet. You're still doing it. <laughs> Give me some blueberries, damn it. Yeah. It's all good. But yeah, love, love that. And, um, I would love to know the swear words that he used. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's the. I don't write it in the article, unfortunately. All right, well, do some do some investigative journalism this week and figure out what the bird's favorite swear words, because I think that'll determine how much we love this bird. And or maybe steal that parrot. I was, was going to say, if we could get that crow as a mascot for 1080 the fan. Oh man, get it its own That'd podcast. Yeah, yeah. Probably do that. There. Now we're talking. A crow cause it says on the fan text line. A crow cause. Yeah. Um, that is your good versus evil. It's brought to you by 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. Uh, they make Hawaiian food. It is delicious. And their dining rooms are back open. So along with to-go and catering, now you can sit down, have your musubi, have the Aina Burger. Oh, brada. Check them out. A-T-E-O-H-A-T-E is their website. 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. Uh, hour two, you want to talk some blazers? Let's do it. All right. We'll probably talk more college football. We'll probably talk some NFL. We haven't done that in a few weeks because we've been on uh, on game day. Yeah. So heavy. So we'll get into the Blazers next. Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 